Welcome to the Frederick Democrats podcast, a production of the Frederick County Democratic Central Committee. I'm your host, Josh Kramer, and with me today is Brad Young, who is the president of the Frederick County Board of Education, and he is running for re-election this year. This would be his uh, third term if he's elected. Uh, So I want to welcome you, uh, Brad Young. Thanks for uh, coming on to the podcast today. Pleasure to be here. And so the first question that I have for you is uh, to just really just explain a little bit about yourself and who you are. Okay, to give you a little of my background, I was born and raised right here in Frederick County, actually in Frederick City. I uh, went through North Frederick Elementary and then went through Thomas Johnson Junior High and Thomas Johnson High School where I graduated. Uh, and from there, I went to Frederick Community College, which is an outstanding community college, and to University of Maryland completed my degree in economics, uh, and then got my master's from Frostburg in business. I've worked in Frederick my entire career, uh, married and have lived here, have three children and now two grandchildren. We live out in Walkersville, Maryland. My personal life, I have a uh, financial planning and investment management practice, and that's what I've done throughout my career. But through that career, I've been very active in education. As you said, I've served the last eight years on the Board of Education as an elected member. Before that, I also served seven years on the Board of Regents at the universities at Shady Grove, where I was appointed by the Chancellor of the University of Maryland. I also served three terms on Frederick Community College's board, appointed by actually three different governors. I was active at the state level, served six years on the state board, including chairing that organization, and was elected to the national organization where I served seven years on the board and actually have been the only person from Maryland ever to serve as chair of that board. I've taught at Mount St. Mary's University for the past 16 years. I coached eight years at Hood College uh, and have just done a lot of things to work with young people to inspire and get young people involved in our community. It's so important that we encourage and get our young people to become involved because they're who we have to hand the torch to at some point. What is it that inspired you to run this year? Well, there's a couple of things. One, one of my primary goals when I got onto the board was to renegotiate uh, the teacher's contract to put in place a sustainable uh, pay raise system for our teachers. When I got on the board, the uh, way that it generally works is that when we hire a teacher, there's an expectation that they would get a step increase each year. Well, the step when it was negotiated was when the economy was extremely booming and it was just not sustainable. My first three or four years on the board, we got no new money from our funding authorities and it was impossible to honor those steps. So I worked hard and worked with the Teachers Association to negotiate a new scale, uh, which we're in the third year of implementing next year. We're hoping that we'll finish it next year. And after that, the steps would be sustainable uh, going forward so that when we hire a new teacher, we can promise that we're going to give you a step each year and you can kind of see where your salary progression would go to. So that was number one. I want to make sure that that's complete. Number two, uh, we also started a new program at Frederick High called Links, which is an innovative way of delivering education to our students in the fashion that they need to have it for whatever their life experience is. So we have a number of students that because they have, may have to work in the morning, they may go to school in the afternoon and the evening. So we've done that and most importantly, we've paired these people up with mentors in the community that can work with them and keep them on track and give them good worldly advice. And so that's the second reason. And the third reason is obviously we've gone through a number of safety concerns that have happened nationally 
nationally, and I want to make sure, again, that our school system is prepared to deal with those on a local basis. So those would be the three primary reasons that I decided to run for one more term. So, and I guess that kind of goes into the next question that I had, uh, which would be some of your uh, your, your top priorities. But uh, are there any any things in, in addition to those uh, that you would add uh, to your top priorities? Well, those those three are definitely important: completing the salary transition, uh, expanding and implementing the links program, and school safety. Obviously, another major concern that I have is to make sure that we have enough seats for the students that are coming. We've experienced tremendous growth in certain parts of our county, primarily in the Urbana, Hinesville, Monrovia area, and on the west side of Frederick, uh, the Route 40 area. But we're also seeing that there's going to be a lot of growth also on the north side of Frederick City with all the developments that have been approved. We have two new elementary schools that are coming online, Butterfly Ridge, uh, which will deal with the overcrowding on the Route 40 area, which will help alleviate overcrowding at Waverly, Hillcrest, and Orchard Grove and Sugarloaf Elementary in Urbana, which will help alleviate the overcrowding at Centerville and Urbana Elementary. Unfortunately, even with those schools opening, both of those areas, all the schools will still be at or near capacity, or maybe even over capacity. So we're still looking at additional school sites in those areas and also trying to anticipate the growth on the north side of the city. It's not going to be easy to keep up with it, but I'm committed to work with our elected officials to keep getting the additional seats that we need. One thing that I, and again, because I've mentioned this before, you know, as far as the Board of Education goes, um, and, and I don't mean this in a negative way at all, but it's kind of like the Board of Education in many ways kind of they're beggars because yes. they have to work with the county council and the county executive to get the funds that they need for their budget and everything. And so uh, the, the question, I guess, if I could elaborate a bit, because, you know, you noted the, the overcrowding issue and still like even with the building of new schools and everything, that this is still an issue. Um, and also dealing with uh, safety issues, I'm sure, is going to cost some money. To So I guess the, the question is, um, what are the things that you do, the things that you've done the things that you intend to do moving forward to try and make sure that the school system has the money that it needs moving forward. As you said, it's extremely ironic that we're elected to run our school system, but yet we aren't given the authority to fund it. So as you said, we adopt a budget of what we think is necessary to fund the school system, and then we, in essence, beg to the county, beg to the state, beg to the federal government. One of the most important roles that a board member plays is being an advocate for additional funding, working with our county executive, working with our county council, working with our state delegation, the governor, and with our federal uh, elected officials as well. So I certainly see myself as a liaison and advocate with those folks, and I've kept good relationships with them. Uh, we've been very blessed that Executive Gardner has done a great job funding our budget the past three years. Uh, unfortunately, most of what we've been able to do is try to dig out of the hole a little bit. Uh, and again, it's, it's very tough to implement new programs and things that the state and federal government are mandating when you have no new funds to do that. And so basically, uh, it's like robbing Peter to pay Paul. You have to give up something to get something new. Uh, and there's unfortunately so many good things that we would like to do that funding does not let us do. So. My role and a Board of Education member's role is to keep good relationships with our elected officials, to be a strong advocate and supporter, to go out into the community and get folks like the Chamber of Commerce, 
uh, and local business officials to help us argue while a investment in education is important to make our community continue to be a community that people want to move to. I get calls all the time from people that are looking to relocate in Frederick, and their first things they always look at is the school system. And so if we don't continue to support the school system at the levels that we need, we're not going to have the growth that we uh, want to have in particular areas because people won't come here if the school system isn't a great school system. And I think that we have a great school system and we need to continue to make sure it stays that way. And so my last question for you today, uh, people who would like to get involved in your campaign, uh, how can they do that? They can contact me either by email at friendsofbradyoung at yahoo.com. They can go to my website, which is www.young4boe.com. Uh, they can contact me on my cell phone, 240-674-0515. They can go to my Facebook page. I uh, also have a Twitter handle, which is MFP Young. MFP is my business, Maryland Financial Planner, so they can contact me there. Uh, so again, you Google me, you'll find me, but I have a lot of presence that's out there. And if you have a question, a concern, or if you'd like to get involved, please feel free to contact me. Uh, Brad Young, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast today. You're quite welcome. And so for everybody else listening, I uh, do want to encourage you to go to the Frederick Democrats website, www.frederickdemocrats.org. Uh, there you can find our uh, calendar of events as well as all of our various groups and organizations that you can get involved with. And I want to push one more time here the Club Blue. We're asking for small donations, a recurring donation of $10 a month. Uh, if you can't afford that, we'll gladly take $5 a month. But all of that money will go to help get Democrats elected here in Frederick County. Uh, so thanks for listening. I've been Josh Kramer, and the music for this podcast was created and performed by David Fitzwater.